This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What do we do? What do we do? This is this isn't. It's a pour over, so it's been ready. You just kinda... it's been ready. We mean it's been ready. Yeah. As soon as you pour the water, it's ready. <sighs> so wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. We're not doing. Oh. Oh, so cute, so Japanese. Even like a little. There's a little container for the used bags, so Aww. you don't make a mess. Some creamy powder. I just put sugar in mine, and I drink my coffee black. Oh, <laughs> I just poured cream everywhere. <laughs> oh crap, that's all. Okay, I got more. Ah, it's getting worse. <laughs> uh, ah, look ah. at you. Oh, sloppy Americans. <laughs> oh, embarrassing, embarrassing. Oh my God. Okay, what are we drinking? What are we drinking right now? We are drinking pour over coffee. Now we are in, in Tokyo. Tokyo. We are in Tokyo, Japan. There are 5,000 great coffee houses around here but we don't speak japanese or know anyone here so we're drinking coffee in our room <laughs> well here we are um oh. it is um january 1st it is happy new year happy new year and we are in tokyo japan and this is coffee talk i'm e casey Leiden. and i'm esther lynn and um yeah <sighs> So on Sunday here, local time around noon, we're gonna, we travel to Saitama mm -hmm. to watch Bellator's first event in mm -hmm. Japan. Mm -hmm. But let's go back a little bit. And when was the first time that we came for an MMA event in Japan? Our first time here was December of 2008. Uh, we came for the K1 Dynamite uh, New Year's Eve special. So at the time it was K1 and Dream were co-promoting for their uh, New Year's Eve show, as it was December 31st, 2008. Well, the only thing I really remember from that was the Aoki versus um, Eddie Alvarez and uh, Overeem versus Badahari and Musashi versus Musashi. Yeah, and I'm sure there were a bunch of other ones on there. We just, we had to I remember um, that was the first time I'd watched, um, they had, you know, the the under 18 kickboxing matches. Oh, I remember like families and like just like, like yeah. look like, like dojos of like nine year olds and their little 
karate gis, yeah. all cheering. And that was like part of the show. They had them all cheering and yeah. everything. People was, would come to cheer their teachers on. Um, there was like a 16 or 17-year-old fighter named Hiroya on the card. And he's like, you know, he just he was kickboxing. It was crazy. There was a lot of like 16-year-olds kickboxing. Yeah. Um, and it was just super, super good. Yeah. So that was, that was probably... Was was that New Year's Eve? Yeah, New Year's Eve. So New Year's Eve, and then like maybe like two days later, Sengoku, Four right? Four days later. Four days later, uh-huh. Sengoku had their New Year's New Year's event, and um, that and that was just a bonus because just by chance we happened to be at the same hotel with Mayhem Miller, who we knew at the time. We we met his manager, and his manager also managed uh, King Mola Wall, who at that time I think was only one and 2 and but he was already being built as a big star in Japan at that mm-hmm. time. And so we met Mo, and then they were like, yeah, come with us. And basically, <laughs> they just kind of threw us on the fighter bus, and all of a sudden, we're backstage at, at, at another MMA event. And I remember that just being equally incredible. Um, that was uh, like over a decade ago, and um, now we're back again. And um, 11 years later. 11 years later, and Bellator in the cage. Ben and Saitama, what was your experience? Uh, my experience was... Um you know, the, the show itself is, is still, was still very much a Bellator show, um, but it was really nice. The crowd, obviously, is very different. Um, the uh, entrance ramp, they used the same one as they, they were going to use two days later in Ryzen. Um, and just generally, there was like uh, kind of like a nicer feel to it. I don't yeah. know. Like, it's just a little, it's a little more pleasant. There was a lot less, there was a very, a lot less hecklers or people just booing. There was no booing. A lot less. It was zero. Heck- there was no booing and there was, um, there was not really like, there was like one or two people that like, you could hear some random Americans yelling. No, okay. No, 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 no. You're hearing stuff. Americans. Yeah. You're hearing, yeah. But you're other not, than that, like, um, it, it was, it was really magical and I could, in, in like a really good way that I could tell just by looking at all the faces of the people who worked at Bellator. Like I looked over at Scott Coker and he was just like beaming. He was so happy to be there. Um, this was like a dream for him, I think, to, to promote an event here in Japan. It really didn't kick in. I, I didn't really, for me, like sitting cage side, um, I didn't go, I didn't really go, oh man, this is really awesome. It wasn't until the first fight. It was actually go, um, Koichi Yamauchi versus Amuchi. Darren Crookshank. And as soon as they got in there, you could hear every, every step. step. I could hear both those guys breathing. I could hear everything the corner was saying. Yeah. And like, it was just, it was, you're never going to, it's never going to be that quiet. Like, even if you watch guys spar at the gym, there's other people talking, there's a radio playing, there's phones going off, there's beep, 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 you know, ring bells going off. Like, it was just these guys and the mat and every loose bolt you hear, every everything. It was just, it's it's really, I actually, I, I, I get a much, I had a much greater appreciation for everything mm-hmm. because every block, every, ugh, you yeah, hear. Yeah, you hear everything. Yeah, it was just, um, yeah, so I was like, oh, this is, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cool because I feel like in a sense that it's getting, people get to watch the fight, the crowd gets to watch the fight say how someone like me gets to see it because I'm normally I'm the closest person besides the ref and the judges and so I hear a lot of that stuff but I hear things that most people don't get to hear and um that's the that's the benefit of doing it this way you know in terms of like it's quiet and you get to hear the corners and you get to hear the steps and the breath and the blocks and everything and you know whether something landed or not 
Fedor Rampage. Rampage. Let's just skip to the main event. Mm-hmm. You know, there were fun. There were fun fights up to then, but let's go. Yeah. Let's go. What what people came to see? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was actually a really solid main card. Um, actually, the yeah. How how did MVP come over? How, how, how did oh, the- MVP. I, I thought he um, translated well to the crowd. People yeah. really liked him. Um, he didn't celebrate this time. Uh, the same way he would normally. He showboated during the fight, but yeah. once he won, he was very like. Right, because that's what you do here. Um, you don't rub it in people's faces when you beat someone. Um, and people were, the crowd was appreciative of that. And they actually really appreciated his uh, flair and style and um, Andy, his Naruto walkout. So, yeah, uh, yeah no, it was, uh, he, he definitely came off well in the crowd and people liked him. Yeah, I think, they, that, I think they'd, they'd love to have him back. Fedor Rampage. How many Fedor fights have you shot now? Oh, um, Brett Rogers. At least 10, Bigfoot. I feel. Yeah, probably 10. Yeah. I feel 10. like, uh, per, I, I think I think every American fight he's had, except for the Dan Henderson fight. Yeah. Yeah, every fight he's had in North America or, yeah, the States. Except for Dan Henderson. Dan Henderson. So this is your first time shooting Fedor and actually Japan. Mm-hmm. Um... To me, I I wish I wish it was I wish he was on the Ryzen card. I want yeah, but I I, I but I enjoyed the walkout. I enjoyed just seeing it. Mm-hmm. I thought Rampage. I, I enjoyed the how the camera director like it looks like they basically kind of shot it the same way. They, you know they how the cameraman runs up the ramp, you know, and meets them, and I. I I enjoyed all that and everything. Mm-hmm. I, it felt good. I was kind of, I was kind of bummer. It was in a cage. It felt like the fight should have been in a ring. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. What did you feel? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, personally, I just kind of hate the round cage in general. That's just my. I, there's too many posts. It's hard to shoot through. Blah yeah, blah. Just, um, rings are just aesthetically more pleasing. That's just a fact. Yeah. Um, obviously, people have complaints about them. People fall out. Blah blah. blah that kind of stuff. Action has to get restarted every once in a while, but. There's no argument. Aesthetically, obviously, a ring is more pleasing. Yeah. However, uh, they use the same lighting rig as Ryzen. And so I thought um, that looked really great. Uh, it, it actually made the pictures look, I think, a little different. They were just softer. Um, the, the lighting grid was really soft um, and very white. Like the, it's like exactly 3200 Kelvin. <laughs> I, yeah, I noticed that. Just the colors were not, I, I felt even like, just to my naked eye watching. I don't know how it looked on TV, but watching it just... Something seemed brighter yeah. than, nor- than a normal Bellator. It event. was. It was a little brighter. Okay, okay a little, a little I was able brighter. to shoot at a higher shutter speed. Oh, okay. This is my first time I got to see Rampage, I mean, sorry, see Fedor fight in a Japanese crowd. So, like, all those all those shots that Rampage was blocking at the beginning, mm-hmm. I'm like, like, where that camera is, you know, he's mm-hmm. that's that's where that's where the fight's happening. And I can hear everything. I can hear uh, uh, from, yeah. from Rampage. Yeah, you hear him groaning. Gro- yeah. <laughs> it's, and like, I don't know. It's like, I was just like, man, Fedor still swings hard. Mm-hmm. He still swings fast. And it's, I don't know. It's still, he's, it's still kind of magic watching. I mean, I get, I get he's not the same Fedor. But, and of course, he's 40 whatever now. But, but. It's, I just still love watching it and just and getting a chance to see him in that environment, even though it was still in a cage, was awesome. And, and the shot that dropped Rampage, you know, it's funny. I, when I watched the video, it didn't look that. I was like, oh, it kind of just grazed his temple. But when I saw it with my eyes, I was like, boom. And I, I just like, wow. And then as Rampage was going down, I don't, 
see, I didn't see people talking about this, but like as he's going down, I can hear. I mean, right when the fight, right when the fight ends, I can hear Rampage tell the ref, "He didn't hit me. Like I wasn't even hit. Like obviously concussed. You know, it's like I just like he face planted. Yeah, he face planted. I and mean, clearly, he saw, once he saw the replay, he was like, "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. But it was wild. Like as soon as that shot hit him, before he hit the ground, he was already going, "Nope, nope." You know, I was like, "Man, that guy hits hard." Then, and like I don't care how fat Rampage is. You don't knock Rampage out of one shot to the head. You just don't do that. Mm-mm. And it happened. And I, I actually, I, I didn't think, I didn't, I honestly didn't think that was possible. I thought it would be some kind of weird ground and pound thing eventually. Or like maybe, yeah, something like that. I didn't think, I didn't think Fader was going to be able to one shot kill Rampage. Um, the Bells Remain card started at noon here, which is 10 p.m. Eastern in the United States. Um, started at noon. Um, and it, you know, they had their six fight card and then, um, then Ryzen post limbs. How did the, how did the, how did the Ryzen portion of the Bellator card end? Oh yeah. So this is great. So it was Ryzen rolls in a Bellator cage. So that means there are soccer kicks and knees on the ground. And lo and behold, the very last fight of the night, the main event for the Ryzen portion of the card ends with a soccer kick. Yusuke Yachi just soccer kicks him in the face it was it was violent like it was like it was crazy and then he came to the post fight afterwards both of them both of them um but yeah um there was it was crazy it was just a wild fight they were just swinging the whole time running around the cage and just falling all over the place and then yeah that end sequence he was um actually falling right when he got soccer kicked in the face so wasn't even quite quite all the way down yet so um, but it was crazy because it's like right across from me, like at the perfect angle. Like that never happens. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa. <laughs> All right. So we're done. Jump on the train home. Very next day, we go to the fighter hotel and the very nice Western Tokyo. <laughs> and we have, we go for the, uh, ceremonial weigh-ins for oh, Ryzen. 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 Yeah. So Ryzen only has ceremon- ceremonial weigh-ins. They don't. Um, it's not open to the public. You know how they have like official wins at UFC in the morning and Bellator does as well. Um, and media and public are allowed to watch. Media and public are not allowed into these way for, for Ryzen's actual wins. Doesn't matter though. Whatever. Yeah. They that's, have an, their, that's another thing. That's another thing. They have their show and they, they have a ceremony win in like a ballroom at the Westin. And the way they do this is actually, uh, it's open to the public, but not, to everyone, it's just to ticket it um, VIP ticket holders. Yeah, because it's a small room. Um, and uh, what I really enjoyed about this, and they did this actually at the Bellator weigh-ins as well, because the Rise and ticket holders, mm-hmm. I think, got to go to both shows. Um, they uh, at the very end, they make all of the fighters stand on the stage, and then the fans come in in rows and get to take pictures with the. It's the cutest fighters. thing ever. So like. All these fighters, they, you know, they just weigh in, they get their mean face off, they go, oh, I'm going to beat you up, you know, I'm going to beat you up. And then they sit down, then they bring it back up, and then they go, okay. And they stand, they stand there for about 10 minutes, and just rows of fans come in, and they just, like, pose, and, they, and then another row comes in. Yep. It's, it's just so adorable. <laughs> it is pretty adorable. Uh, it was just a fun experience. It was just neat to be in that kind of an environment. Um and just see someone, you know, another promotion doing doing things differently. Um, uh, obviously, they've actually been doing things the same 
in, in their system mm-hmm. for for many years, but um, it's just kind of refreshing. You know, it's been a really long time since I've shot a Japanese fight, so. All right, so that was on, what day was that? That was Monday. That was Monday. So yesterday was Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We jump on the train to head to Saitama around noon. Yeah, we left around noon again. Yeah, so actually for Bellator, we left at like 10 in the morning or whatever, because we had to be there before noon. No. We left at nine. No, we left much earlier. Never mind. Sorry, we left at like before nine. I forgot because we had to be there like by ten thirty in the yeah. morning. It takes an, a little over an hour. Um, for uh, for the Ryzen card, we left at noon to get there at one. Um, for three o'clock opening ceremonies are at three yep. o'clock. Yep. Opening ceremonies. Mm, yeah. Oh. That the pyro always gets me. That big boom. That every that every time everyone's always like. <sighs> Well, just, I mean, just the light, just, but just, we've seen this on TV and everything. It's just so cool. It is and always cool. It's just, and like, because you don't know what the, that, that's always the, you know, you can go just how boring or repetitive UFC events get. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what they're going to show on the big screen. You know, you know exactly. But this is like, you have no idea what, what this, op- what the theme is going to be and everything. It was, and they do the entire card top to bottom. They bring all the fighters out, you know, just the opening VTR package. Did you get to see that? Yeah. Yeah. That, I thought that was really good. The spray paint art. Was, yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. Uh, so they did stencil art for the op- for the um, opening graphics, and that was really neat. And then they introduced everybody on the card on it. Yeah, everyone. It just, everyone got equal. Yeah. So I, so I, so you were watching. You were probably by the ring. I'm right by. I'm right by the stage. Mm-hmm. And you know they come out and everything. And like actually Johnny Case is only uh, I don't know maybe 20 feet away from me. We're like hey Johnny, you know and um. You know, they're coming out, everyone comes out and everything. And then right before the big boom happens, a, a, rising, a rising person comes to us and goes, like that. <laughs> we're like, what? Goes, oh, shit. So everyone goes like that. And but as, soon as, as soon as you're like, boom. And I was like, oh, my God, it was so loud. And all the fight because they weren't all the fighters. So all the fighters are like this. Like, I don't know how loud it comes off on TV, but like in the arena. It's super loud. It's, it's, it's shaking. <laughs> yeah. If if you miss opening ceremonies, that would have just sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, why come all this way? Yeah, opening ceremonies are great. Oh, getting the, oh, and get and getting to hear Lenny Hart mm-hmm. just say out, scream the names. Oh, that was great. That's just that's just like like MMA heaven, you know. Yeah, just, and then the the love the crowd gave her. So this is interesting how Ryzen does. In the beginning of the show, they introduce all the officials. I love that part. So they hear hear all the referees for the night, hear all the judges, and then. They get up and bow. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then they had Lenny Hart get up, and then the crowd cheered for her, and they love her. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's very formal, um, but in a way that I enjoy. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Let's talk about the fights, though. Yeah, fights. Because it was a really solid card. Top to bottom was so amazing. So it started with the lightweight tournament. Um, Johnny Case versus Tofik Musayev, and then uh, Pitbull versus Luis Gustavo. Both of those fights, I think, end under ninety seconds. I mean, yeah, I think both were under ninety seconds. Yeah, it was just it's just boom straight up. I feel like since both guys who well, every all four of those fighters knew, I think all four all four all four of them you know what win or lose isn't going past the first round because we have to fight again. Mm-hmm. So those both both guys just came out swinging and just like just two big knockouts and a soccer kick knockout. Yes, and then. 
I don't know. Just it was just fun, and it was really nice. The crowd was into it, and you know what? I really my favorite one of my favorite things is that when the fighters come out, the Bellator fighters, especially when they come out through the big screens and then the pyro and stuff, they all turn around and look at it, and they're like, "Oh wow!" Kind of just like check out where they are. Yeah, it's just like it's like oh my god, my name has never been that big. My face is like gigantic. Yeah, yeah. This is where the screens open up and mm-hmm. they come back, and I was like, ah, I know. I just I was like, you just look at those guys, like man, like I, I hope they. I mean, I, I was actually, I'm almost nervous. Like, man, how do you soak it all in? But at the same time, oh my God, I got to get in a freaking fist fight in like two minutes, you know? So either you soak it in and it goes, works to your advantage or not. I don't know. It just... Yeah. And then after the, oh, so after the lightweight fights was Miyu Yamamoto um, versus Amp the Rocket. Um, and uh, that was, we were, we were talking about this earlier in the sense that that was like the most Japanese fight on the card in terms of me, Yamamoto is not a world beater. We all know yeah. this. She's not like the top. She's not a top straw weight or atom weight or whatever weight class she was fighting at. But um, that doesn't matter because she's on the card for storylines. She's on the card because the Yamamoto family. Yeah, you know, yeah very famous martial arts uh, family. Because yeah. of her brother. And so it was really... Uh, but that doesn't... It's not a bad thing. She's, a, she's also a very good wrestler. And it was just really... Um, they somehow made it... Um, I don't know. It was a good competitive uh, fight. They mm-hmm. they found you know, um, Amp has actually fought in Ryzen a couple times, um, and I and I thought it was really nice to see. It's just um, it's a it's an emotional side of the of the fight game. And the, oh they, yeah, the they, opening package was like all people crying. Yeah, I was. We were um, I, when we watched the opening package. Just Japanese MMA, how they how they promote things. I was I was watching it with. Um, the manager, um, Dan, uh, Danny Rubenstein, mm-hmm. and they were showing all these fighters lose. They were showing tension getting knocked out, you mm-hmm. know, by Mayweather and things like uh-huh. that. And I was like, man, I love how they sell losses because it's all about how you come back. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. It's like, ah, oh, anyone can win. And yeah, I won. Mm-hmm. They show a little bit of that, but it's, they, they, but this real storyline is coming back and persevering. Mm-hmm. And it was just, um, it's just so different. It's it just really, yeah. It's That's, just so different. It's a totally different uh environment and things think what they find important yeah to to a fighter um but yeah i just really enjoyed it after it was after me was patrick mix yeah and he looked super impressive um how good is patchy mix pretty damn good and we haven't even seen his striking yet because people always grapple with him yeah um and he's an extremely good grappler so um actually yuki matoya is a very good grappler so that was um, I was surprised. I was actually really surprised at how quickly that was finished. Yeah, like like I've heard stories about how good he is. Coaches talk, but like man, like he seemed ready for him, wants it. Like mm-hmm. like like he, he think he said what he went he let twelve and zero as a pro and eleven eleven and zero as an amateur. Amateur, so he's on like a twenty something fight win streak. Yeah, in in his mind, you know that's what he, I'm on a twenty fight something win streak. And like he's like he wants that belt. Mm-hmm. He wants he wants if he can get the rising belt, he'll take it. He wants that Bellator belt, obviously, because he's part of, he's part of the organization. Man, I think um, I think I, I I think he's gonna be one of the top two or three breakout stars next year. Yeah, I think he's that good, and um, he's he's an exciting finisher, and and we I, we have and we haven't even had, we have, he hasn't even had to use his hands yet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what was after that? So many. God, there were so many good fights. Um, 
was it Jake Hume and Satoshi Ishii after that? I don't know. I feel like there were there were so many fights. Jake Hume's walkout was amazing. Yeah, Jake. His Freddie Mercury walkout. Um, killer uppercut. The, no, the killer uppercut. I mean, just the action. All of it was good. It's actually so good that it's like my brain is actually overflowing and there's just too much going on because we were at the arena till like two two a little past 2 a.m last night we didn't get back to our hotel room until 4 a.m yeah um, so, because it takes an hour yes so so um yeah it was just we were by the time we got back we we're like uh i think fights happened <laughs> i mean it was amazing and it was great and i had like this um this uh kind of joy um and it, i want to this is something that I, I feel like I should say later, but I'm thinking of it now. Um, one of the things that happens to me after I watch uh, a night of fights is I, you've noticed this in me. I'm really sad the next day. Like I'm happy if it's a kind of exciting event or whatever, but for the most part, I watched a lot of people get beat up and it weighs on my uh, emotions and it actually makes me sad the next day. Um, but this wasn't like that. Um, I woke up this morning even after only four hours of sleep and I was ready to go Yeah. Um, because I was excited and I wanted to share everything that I saw last night. Um, and just overall, like the lightweight tournament with the ending with Tofik and Pitbull, Patricky was so such a good fight. It was so crazy. And then when Patricky fell through the ropes, he hurt his shoulder, but yeah. he didn't want to stop fighting. So they kept going. Just oh, everything, just like every element of it was awesome and then the belts are so cool looking and um the very odd formality of the the flower bouquet for people pedal challenging um all of that stuff just i mean every fight was good when when they hit the main card after the big intermission um okay let's talk about intermissions real quick yeah (laughs) everyone loves to complain about intermissions and i get it man we we were those people we watched we had to suffer those 45 minute intermissions Man, but when you're there live, you understand it because yeah. basically you go to a UFC pay-per-view, essentially they put the intermissions, little 10-minute intermissions there between every fight. Mm-hmm. In Japan, if it's a 30-second knockout or a full three-round fight, as soon as that fight ends, boom, next video package comes on. Mm-hmm. So it just keeps going and going and going. So you're there. So at the opening ceremonies, you watch seven fights. That's three, three and a half hours or so. Yeah, you want to get up because actually it's, it's kind of considered not rude, but unless you have to get up, you kind of you you sit there and watch, you know. And yeah, well, also just most people just sit and watch, and then yeah. it gives them time. You you get up, go eat, go to the bathroom, and you do all that stuff. Like you can leave the you can actually leave the arena. You can actually leave the leave arena, the arena come because back. there's a bunch of restaurants right around there because yeah. it's about a forty five minute break. So yeah, people leave like they're they take their time. It's not like yeah, you know. And then you come back in and. Um, it's it's a totally different plus listen, they they know it's an all day event mm-hmm. so the breaks are built in on purpose yeah um and obviously it sucks for us because when we're at home it's like 4 a.m or 5 a.m and you're like oh my god i can't can't stay up before watch 45 minutes of replays um but you get it when you're here yeah. and that's fine but yeah that actually reminds me of the thing we were talking about though is that if you're a true mma fan you know people always like probably never die blah blah, blah. <laughs> People should make the pilgrimage out here to to watch a big Japanese event um, because I think it's just different. If you're no, if if you're an MMA fan, save up a couple thousand bucks and seriously come out here. There's mm-hmm. it's like because 
You just have to. I don't, I, I don't, it, like, if you're a big MMA fan, at some point, you no, know, once every five years or so, save your money, go to Vegas, go to a UFC pay-per-view in Vegas. Mm-hmm. If you're an MMA fan, save up your money, come here for New Year's. Mm-hmm. See a big event in Saitama. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you need both experiences. Because yeah. they're two, when they're punching each other, everything's the same. Mm-hmm. But it's about everything around it, before or after, which yeah. are completely different. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and, like, I, yeah, I'm sure whatever, you be, if you dig the UFC experience, you dig it, you know. But I think you just need to fill it all. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's always good to have um, just kind of a broader uh, palette. Yeah. And I think you can, appre- and I think you can appreciate both, how both, both promotions sell their fights yeah better absolutely um you know then so japanese mma has intermissions all that kind of stuff but when you're here live it totally makes sense we come back into the main card right and um after tofik musayev wins musayev wins the lightweight tournament then uh reyna rematches with lindsey van zandt who lindsey van zandt beat reyna in new york at bell new york um, Raina's walkout. Raina's walkout was crazy. She had rappers with yeah. her. And she was dancing the whole time and singing along. And that's got to be a ton of pressure. We talked about this. That's, that must be a ton of pressure. But we also spoke with Mo about this because people used to criticize him for doing big walkouts and Mayhem too. He said, no, this is like a welcome distraction. Planning this helps get my mind off of the minutia of the fight, right? So... She has this huge walkout, and it's such a dramatic fight. There's ebb and flow, and, and Lindsay's... Are you saying it's dramatic MMA? What a dramatic MMA. <laughs> dramatic. Yeah, yes. Um, and that's what I felt like all the fights had. All the fights had that kind of ebb and flow and just kind of this amazing, like, uh, just your heart was pounding. Um, and I don't know. It was just cool. And then I then we actually... So then there was uh, later on the main card, Ayaka Hamasaki fought Sohi Ham, and that was, oh, so high-level animal MMA is freaking amazing. High-level, two, the, the two best 105-pound women are fighting inside Tama in front of, was it, almost 30, what, how many people? 30,000, 29,000 people. 29,000 people. These two 105-pound women are fighting, and the whole place was just totally en- engrossed in it. You know, there are Hamasaki chants everywhere and it was just like it was just it was awesome it was like wow i was just and there were some there was some hamachan yeah hamachan yeah <laughs> and like 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 why i keep saying like why i want these fans to come over and experience it like you can hear some girl from the uh the the nosebleeds you know hamachan you'll hear it you, you look up oh there she is and like it's just there's no heck I don't understand that many people not one person decided to go woo no one <laughs> no one the whole night for two straight nights but not a single woo no well not a single woo not a single boo not a single put him in a body bag not a single fuck him up not a single uh, I heard about from who from an American from an American <laughs> from an American you know you but Let's go back to the fight, though. Oh. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah, I know. Ugh. We've already, I mean, we've already I know. talked about it, it, this so it, much. It was just so great, but the, the sounds. We're talking about people coming over and stuff. Like, Yeah, I know. But, we, not- we, but I just wanted to talk about how good the fight was and uh, just everything about it. And also, oh, shit, we got to go back. We got to rewind. 
I forgot to talk about the end of Reyna and Lindsay Van Zandt because I saw online everyone was like, oh, early stoppage, early stoppage. And actually the ref, Jason Herzog, didn't want to stop the fight at that moment. That's um, why he looked a little confused. Yeah. He looked a little hesitant. Right. But actually uh, Van Zandt's corner threw in um, a, a, a qu- equivalent of the towel. It, they give them a little colored baton. So it's like a little red foam baton for the red corner, blue one for the blue corner. And they just th- they threw it in. So, that's inc- so the corner yeah. actually stopped the fight because the they, they, the fight, they yeah. thought their fighter was taking too much damage. Right. That's actually what happened. So that, that cl- if that clears anything up for anyone. Yeah. Wow. Which I didn't. Uh, at first, I was like, oh, where did someone fight? But then I looked down and I saw he was step- uh, the, the, the foam baton mm-hmm. on the thing. I was like, oh, OK. Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, that's really that's that's really if they if their corner knows. Mm-hmm. They know they know how much Lindsay had in her, and they knew she was probably pretty tired. And they, even though there was only twenty seconds, fifteen seconds left, yeah. they felt it, it takes it doesn't take very long to take some serious damage. So, mm-hmm. I also wonder. Um, my my guess is that Ryzen uh, pays flat rates, not a show and win. Um, so, and the reason why is because I feel like a lot of fighters fight with abandon. There's a lot less of the like uh, conservative grind out fight because. Um, you get rewarded for exciting fights here um, by being brought back. Yeah. So um, I actually think that that's probably why the corner was like, oh, she's just taking a lot of punishment. Let's just toss in the baton and not, not worry about when that, oh. we, still, we still got paid. So yeah, yeah, they're still they're just they're again. So the the money doesn't they're not making more or less money. Yeah, it just doesn't change. Yeah. So that fight was awesome. The Adam Weight Championship fight was awesome. Fucking amazing. It was a super good fight. Tension. Oh, shit. Tension. Watching tension. So, wait, so now we're going to throw a kickboxing match in there. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, which is, you know, characteristic of the, of, the, of the New Year's shows. Um, or just in general, there's always like one or two kickboxing matches. So, tension matches. is that little guy that threw that fight against Mayweather, right? <laughs> no, yeah, because that makes total sense, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> You're, if you're one of those people, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Tenshin is an amazing, I would say flyweight. Yeah, yeah flyweight yeah. Um, kickboxer. And he was facing Riyabata, who is um, king of knockout. Uh, not, knockout's a promotion here. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good kick, yeah. kickboxing promotion. And, you know, you saw, they showed all the highlights beforehand. Like, He's knocked out a lot of people. Um, both with punches and with leg kicks, which is looks so painful. A couple people, you just see people, like, falling over after getting kicked in the leg. Um... And tension made him look amateur. Yeah. It was crazy. I remember hearing, because I, I follow kickboxing, but I'm not super hardcore about it. And like the hardcore kickboxing people were like, okay, finally, Ryzen's giving um, a good, a good, a good fight for tension. Like this guy's tough. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, wow, he made, like, he made that, like, he made that guy look worse than some of the MMA fighters mm-hmm. that, that face tension in kickboxing. Mm-hmm. It was like, I, that you know, from the, I was doing interviews in the back, mm-hmm. so I so I made sure to come out to the arena to see the opening ceremonies. I saw I think Patchy Mix. I wanted to see his walkout. I want I think I saw one couple of walkouts, but the only fight I wanted to see beginning to end was Tension. So I came out during um, uh, I think because uh, right before it was Hamasaki Ham. So I yeah. came out like maybe the third round. I was watching mm-hmm. it in the crowd. I hear the crowd, but the so I'm watching it backstage because the place is so quiet. But they're paying attention backstage. I could hear tension like whack, 
whack, whack, hit and miss. I'm like, and I saw fans going, what is that? Like that. Yeah. And it's just like, so like, that's how quiet, because you can hear them. Like, it was just, it was, yeah. like, it was actually a bit of an echo in the, in the like, mm. whack. So, and then I kind of look over and I saw tension, like kind of pacing, walking around. Mm. And like, I felt like, oh my God, I was like, I shouldn't be looking at this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm like, like, I didn't want to get eye contact with him and everything. Cause like, it wasn't like he was all mean mugging, but he was like, bah, 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 bah. then like, there's just no walk lap. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, that was really thrilling for me. Uh, it's uh, high level kickboxing is so fun to watch and so fun to shoot. Um, and I got some crazy pictures of that fight. And uh, it was just so thrilling to watch. Um, so skilled and so interesting. And um, what what people I don't, I don't know if people saw this part because um, I don't know what the broadcast looks like or whatever. But one of the interesting things is like you may look at tension and think, look at that little punk because, you know, he's really young and yeah. he got his cool hair and yeah. whatever and his very fancy robe and he sell you know when he, he yeah. knocked this guy and he celebrates but then at the very end after that he walked straight over to the guy Rui Abada made sure he was okay um Abada has a twin brother mm -hmm. who also fights you know made uh made sure he was okay and then he hasn't they have another brother <laughs> so it was just like him going to each family member bowing talking it was just extremely extremely respectful like they immediately turn off fight mode and, mm -hmm. and go straight to like respectful martial arts mode yes it's yeah and i understand that's that's just kind of a weird like clash of cultures i'm not saying one is better than the other maybe it's just for me because i don't because nation or whatever i don't know but I, for me i like i prefer this because um this is why you got into it right because this yeah. is why i got into it because yeah. we, we talked about this instance like we came here for the first time 11 years ago um to watch a fight um and that's what really sold me on continuing to work in mma so we had just lost our jobs at elite xc and i was like uh yeah. that was kind of a fun experiment i think i'm gonna go back to working in production in los angeles but when i came out here and i got to experience what mma is here that's actually when we started the all of us site yeah. um, and doing the videos and stuff like that because it was so beautiful and the aesthetics were so pleasing and the storylines were so deep that that's what made us want to continue uh, in this field. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, yeah. It was, it was Japanese MMA yeah. that made us want us like, Oh, I want us, I want to, what they do here. Mm -hmm. I want to present my work, mm -hmm. you know, your photos, my videos in the same vein as what they do out here. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And and I think that that pretty much... Um, you know, but this... I also want to oh, point We're out, skipping the main event by, yeah, by doing well, this, but uh, Manal Cape looked awesome against Kaya Sakura. Big upset. That was crazy. Big upset. That was crazy. Uh, why, I, and I know for sure this is going to end up in their next highlight package. Poor Kaya Sakura was like bawling sitting there bawling. Manel Cape comes over and like thanks him and kisses him on the forehead. Yeah. And he's like serious for a second. And then as soon as Cape walks away, he just starts bawling again. Uh, and I was like, oh. Uh, um, but overall, just like, this is the, that was Ryzen 20 and a Bellator Japan too. It, it, was, it reminded me of, um, and also going back to UFC 243, 2019 was a year of events that reminded me of why I was an MMA fan. Izzy, <laughs> Izzy, Izzy's breakout year. Yeah. And, you know, but but I want to also point out too, because people are going to be like, oh, you just love Japanese MMA. It's like, actually, it's not that I love this. Like, I just love, I love variety. Mm -hmm. 
And like, I don't want everyone to be like, I don't, I don't want, want everyone, everyone to be like this. I like, I won't actually like, that's why I love, actually as a fan, I love Shinya Aoki. Yeah. Even though he's a Japanese fighter, he was an asshole. Yeah. He would break asshole. a guy's arm and then give him the finger. It's like, whoa, you don't do that in Japan. You know, you don't yeah. do that anywhere. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you don't do that anywhere. <laughs> you don't do that over here, especially. But like, that's what a what, dick move. Yeah. What a dick move. But you know what? I was like, huh, that's kind of cool. You yeah. know, because it, it, it creates drama it makes it makes what a dramatic mma you know yeah. and that's kind of and that's what the storylines are because i don't i don't want everyone to be bound respectful if that's not you that's not you you know but you're still a good fighter you can still be you can still bow and be respectful but suck at fighting you know yeah. but like yeah because because it's the fighting that really is what matters yeah you know it's more the variety yeah, yeah. i wouldn't say that i want to do this all the time if i was shooting uh only risins maybe i would get tired of the way that they work i don't know um but for me, it's a welcome change. Yeah. You know, um, it's it's nice to see how other people do things. And this is why competition is fun. Yes. So. Yeah, you need variety. Was this the card of the year? Ooh. I 100% think Rising 20 with only 45 minutes to spare before it hit midnight here. <laughs> yeah. Was absolutely the card of the, the, card of, the of 2019. Ooh. W- 15 fights, not one stinker on the card. 10 of those fights were just balls of the wall. Fucking like, this was wow. the first, first Ryzen card, um, nearest card, without any kind of like, quote unquote, freak show fight or whatever. Yeah. And they sold out. They sold out just on good MMA. That's a big deal. That actually, that actually is a, a, a very undersold story here that mm-hmm. I think, and this is good for Japanese promoters too, yeah. because I think they were always very, okay, we got to put this random sumo guy out there. We got to put some random celebrity comedian yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise the casuals won't watch it or whatever yeah. you, you want to call it. Um, but no, this was every, every fight was actually put together for sporting competitive reasons. Yeah. Every fight. Yeah, and, and it was very fun. Um, and, and, and the fan, that when the fans fan showed, the fans showed up and they enjoyed it. They, yeah, yeah, that's very yeah. They uh, didn't they didn't need the the random the sumo guy or yeah. whatever. Um, but so yeah, overall, I would say this is pretty close to car of the year. I'm I'm hesitant to say that only because I know I have recency bias. Like that's the last thing I remember. You know, I, I can't. I have hard. I'm having a really hard time remembering the rest of the year because it was a year full of fights. Full events. We went to Australia twice. There were there there were better there were better. It wasn't there was no fight of the year on it. There was some good great fights. There wasn't fight of the year, yeah. but solid from from the first fight till the end. It, you just can't. I I I think everyone's like, oh, the what was the um, two thirty six two thirty six with the two title fights. Yeah, clearly those two title fights were freaking awesome. But go look at you forget a lot of the early there fights. Was another Izzy fight too. Yeah, actually. yeah, it, which was fight of the year, but that's yeah. nothing. Um, I just I love the card. I hope um, everyone at home sit down, watch begin and enjoy the whole eight hour experience. Don't don't just watch the gifts and then try to watch the whole experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and um, save up your money, fly out to Japan, and come out and visit here. And don't be an asshole. And enjoy the enjoy the culture out here. Yeah, I, I think. Um, and uh, and if you can't make it all the way out here, eh. Well, you know, one pay per view, watch yeah, it. Yeah, or tw- dude, twenty bucks. Twenty watch bucks it. is pretty inexpensive <laughs> for a, for an eight hour pay per view. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it's totally worth it. Yeah. Wow, this has been a fun coffee talk. It has. Oh, and the sun went down all all while we were in here. Uh, um, yeah, I'm so glad actually that we got to make it out 
to Japan this year since UFC isn't having their New Year's show. It, it really opened up、um, opened up this year for for travel and、uh, to to have new experiences. And, and we're entering a new decade, so it's really nice to have、um, this、mm-hmm. kind of like I don't know. Palate cleanser, I guess. Yeah, for the, a new decade. This is great for Japanese MMA, and yeah, I, this it was a giant was a success. Good forecast, yeah. Good forecast, and um, hoping, hope, hoping for good things. Hoping for good things, yeah. All right. Well,、um, this has been Coffee Talk. This has been Coffee with EKC Leiden. That's Esther Lin. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Subscribe here. Click like. Join our Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Beep bop boop bop. <laughs>